This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, episode 19. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Hello, coaches. Well, in a previous episode, I took you through the creative process to name your coaching program or offer, but it seems I jumped the gun and many of you beautiful life coaches are still deciding what to call your coaching business overall. So this episode is all about the best way to choose a name for your life coaching business. Now, when I started my own business in 2010, after leaving my corporate management gig, I started an online travel business and I called it Boutique India Travel. Long story why I started that business, it was quite out of the blue and people thought I'd gone a bit mad. I might have been a bit of an Elizabeth Gilbert fangirl and after a trip to India thought that that could be my business. Anyway, I arrived at that name because it aligned to what people would be searching for and what the business was actually about. It was a business that could have been sold and was all about the service and offering rather than me. But as a life coach, your business is likely run by just you and it is a personal brand. Therefore, it makes more sense to use your own name as your business name and this is what I'd recommend. Now, stay with me here because even I can feel your resistance to this idea, right? I did not take this advice and that meant that I had a very long and winding road to land on my own eponymous brand, using my own name to market my business. So after I moved on from Boutique India Travel, I wanted to start my own social media consulting business. Well, I don't know if I really wanted to do that, but I had no idea what else I wanted to do. And I kind of realized after doing the travel thing for a while that I really enjoyed building the online presence and the website and the social media and the marketing, but it wasn't really where I saw myself heading. And with some mentoring, we kind of uncovered that perhaps I should be a social media consultant. This is choosing that niche, by the way, after I had not had any social media experience or social media marketing experience other than being on the platform myself. And when I decided to start my own social media consulting, I thought about using my own name, but the .com domain was taken. It was taken from my married name and it was taken from my maiden name. And in fact, I still use my married name now, even though I'm divorced. But I did manage to grab the one with a hyphen between my first and last name, so Victoria-Gibson, and use that for the email. But I decided that because I was doing social media, my business would be more like an agency, so I called it Social Inc., as in Inc. Magazine, you know, incorporated. So I paid someone to create an amazing website, got a logo. $5,000 later, I had the website and I had the brand and I felt really legitimate I hadn't spent any time really working out who my clients were or how I was going to get them, but hey, I had a website and a logo. I spent a lot of time on logos, branding, websites, creating social media, so much so that I didn't nearly spend as many time on making offers or making sales. I had clients and you know I was making okay money, but the only saving grace was really that I set out to learn what I could about Facebook ads. And I invested another $5,000 in a coaching program early in 2011. And I was lucky enough to pick up lots of monthly clients after I had that skill, which was super cool. 
they were all still engaging with me and the Social Ink brand, even though I'd spent a ton of time agonizing over it, it didn't really make a drop of difference. Like I could have called it anything, could have had whatever website, whatever logo. It was really the offer that was going to trump whatever my business was called at that time. So then I started to think about the fact that I was only really getting hired for Facebook ads and Facebook marketing. That was really where my passion was. And I was far from being a social media guru in general. (laughs) So once again, I felt the pull to change my branding. And this time it was FB Ad Queen. Yep, I changed all my logos, branding again, but I stopped just short of creating a website with that name because FB is actually trademarked by Facebook. Besides the fact FB Ad Queen is a terrible name, but Aside from that, there was a trademark infringement. So, I mean, they didn't tell me that, but I looked that up and it was a bit of a problem. So that would have left me open to getting sued. So cue another business coach who was really more in the built to sell mentality. Like he was from that school of set your business up right. And there were great things I learned from that, but he advised me not to use my own name in case I wanted to sell it. Enter the next name of my business, Marvio. Okay. Now, you're probably like, what? What is Marvio? M-A-R-V-E-O. I wanted to find a six-letter domain. Why? I do not know. And that was one of the only ones available. And it was like my daughter's names and my names together to make a word. And he said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to mean anything. It could be like Google kind of thing. Here's me thinking I'm going to be Google. Anyway, that is still my legal company name to this day, but it also became my third website and my fourth brand in 2012. So we're only two years in here and I'm already on to, how many is that? I don't know, three, <laughs> three brands. I had a Facebook page in my own name originally, and I ended up then changing that to FB Ad Queen, then changing that to Marvio and kind of just sort of lost all traction with that, despite the fact it was back in the day when Facebook pages were big. So I had over 10,000 likes back then. Are you exhausted just keeping up with all of this? Now do you understand why I'm coming to you from just use your name? Because the problem with what I did then was that all of these brands didn't mean anything. And as I was evolving my offers and my programs, I had to evolve and overhaul my whole business name each time I had a new idea or I wanted to evolve or I wanted to upgrade or change. And so needless to say, it wasn't long until I went back to using my own name. So yet another website and brand was required. Imagine all the hassle and identity crises I could have avoided by just using my own name to begin with. But even now, I'm so grateful that I did as I now target and serve life coaches rather than life coaches overall. And having my own name as my business name can carry me through and transition easily. Now that is. I'm so glad I did it eventually is what I meant to say. And of course, I still got a new website because my other one was six years old and it was definitely time. But the choice really should be much easier for you as a life coach. You are your brand, so it makes sense to use your name. But so many life coaches fall into the new business owner trap of thinking that to legitimize their business, they need a business name because it sounds so much more professional. It's a bit like the obsession with creating your website and having it up before you get paying clients, when the truth is you can use social media and funnels to get your first clients and build your site later. And look, I really could have saved a ton of time and money if I'd followed this strategy over the years. Not just the money you're investing in creating the website, but the money that you forego not connecting with clients and making offers. 
And another reason to avoid calling your business a name other than yours is that a business name can actually be a disconnect between you and your market. Having a personality-driven brand is the fastest way to get known online and connect with your ideal clients. People want to deal with people, not brands. And you won't lose clients when people find out that the only people in your business is you. That's a common fear, but it's not a barrier, nor will you need to change it as you grow a team or maybe even employ more life coaches to help you scale. The key benefit to using your name is that you can launch many different brands, programs and offers under the umbrella of your name, but never get stuck with any of those names if you don't want to. Now, that's not to say that you won't run into some questions or issues around this strategy. So let's highlight some of the common ones that I've heard over the years. And trust me, you can tell I obviously had a lot of mind drama about naming my business and a lot of actual drama about it too. But I'm so glad I have my name now. I just want to save you all that drama. So here's a common one. What if I want to grow the business or sell it down the track, which is kind of where Marvio came from. There are plenty of companies that are sold and carry on without the founder. Think Bobby Brown, Estee Lauder, Colette Dinnigan, there's plenty more. In fact, there are thousands of businesses out there that are named after their founder, and you can even check them out on Wikipedia. And they are no less sellable with a person's name as the business name. But really, you are looking to create value now for you and your clients. And as a life coach, they'll be primarily dealing with you. So name your business website and social media handles, accounts with your name. The exception here is if you want to have a free Facebook group, I would recommend having a name that indicates the market you serve and what you do. But that's it. The rest, you can just use your name because it can evolve and transition over time. But what if your name is hard to spell or pronounce? Now, I'm sure many life coaches think this is a good reason not to use their own name. In fact, I'm sure that's why Oprah Winfrey called her production company Harpo back in the day and her network own, but there's still no stronger association to her own personal brand than her name. But if it is particularly bothersome and really hard to spell or people just can't get it right, you can shorten your name or perhaps use your first and middle names instead. My friend Denise does this with her website. Her website's denisedt.com instead of denisedufieldthomas.com. A couple of my clients do this too. One of my clients, an amazing astrologer, Tiffany Victoria Astrology. So a few of my clients do that, which is totally fine. And you can definitely use those hacks too if your domain name happens to be taken. You could even add coaching on the end too if you like. My name wasn't available for a domain name for so long, which did stretch out the fact of me not having my name as a domain. I wish I'd used one of those hacks. I did get to finally snap it up by paying $400 for it because here's the other thing. I was sitting there waiting for it. So what happens is the domain squatters, they know a list of all the people who are waiting for domain names and they manage to just kind of jump on any that expire and then they kind of hold you to ransom. So sometimes don't register that you want it, just keep an eye out. But more people will find you on socials anyway. And on that, your Insta handle may be and probably is taken. Same rules apply with those hacks. In this instance, I used I am Victoria Gibson. Or you could try your name with the word coaching at it. What about if you've already chosen another name for your business and want to change it? And that was me, as I've detailed to you. It's painful, but you really can just change it. If you're planning on getting married or divorced and you do want to change at some point in time, know that it's possible. So don't make it a reason to avoid choosing your name and getting yourself out there now. 
The truth is that you can be successful naming your business your name or something else. The only thing that will stop you from success are, of course, your thoughts, your thinking. And the thought that you can't use your name is really an opportunity for self-coaching here. Ask yourself, why can't you use your name? See what comes up. Ask perhaps what would it create in your business to use your own name and coach yourself on those thoughts, the feelings, go and do a model if that's the approach you use. But interestingly, ask yourself those questions. Don't just assume you can or you can't. And then just decide to name your business either way. We always decide in a moment anyway, so choose the moment to be now. I see so many coaches agonize over this decision and you really don't need to. Don't think about it too long. Make a decision and get yourself out there. Don't use it as a way to delay action, fail in advance or hide. Remember, even if you decide and you need or want to change it, it's not a tattoo on your face, you can. But you'll have fewer headaches and the need to change things, trust me, as often when you use your own name. It also sets you up for being a great success in the personal development industry from the get-go. So what are you waiting for? I'll talk to you next time. Hey coaches, if you haven't already, make sure you head along to my free training, especially for life coaches like you. It is designed to help you become a wildly in-demand life coach. And in it, I'm sharing some of my best steps to help you attract unlimited clients, charge more and leverage your time. You don't want to miss it. Head on over to victoriagibson.com forward slash webinar and make sure you grab your free spot. I can't wait to see you there.